everybody, and welcome back to the Faro Podcast. I'm Todd Perry. This is the intro to the Ride of Music, great Buck Perez. Hey, what up, Mike? Hey, what's up, Buck? And it left me once again, Adam Albright, Hannah. Hello, internet world. Hello, internet. So, moving on here. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got on today's show today? Jam-packed once again. Another fun day of the Far Out Podcast. Today, uh, everybody knows the song Good Day by Ice Cube. Damn right, it was a good day. Mm-hmm. Where Ice Cube details uh, a, a great day he had in the hood back in the day. We're going to break down. There's a recent internet article that said which day exactly was Ice Cube's good day. Oh. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to learn a little bit about the art of making prison wine for those of you who want to get into some uh, home wine brewing and uh, and some other fun stuff. But uh, before we get into that, uh, we've got uh, on our website, we've got an appearances page where uh, on, the, on the, the top banner there, you can click on something. It has the links to all the shows that we've made other appearances on. Uh, so you can, you know, when this show's not on that day, you can uh, check out some of the appearances we've made. And uh, there's there's a lot of them actually. Um, sadly, uh, none, none with Buck yet. No, no. <laughs> Buck hasn't appeared on any other shows. No, not yet. Not going nowhere. Not yet. But we have uh, some of the stuff I've done with the Giovanni or the bunch of shows I did with Low Budget FM after leaving, and uh, Krista show, and a bunch of different stuff. So uh, if you are thirsty for online shows, not content, because they're shows, not content, hmm. uh, then uh, you can dig that. So, uh, speaking of things, <laughs> yeah. I saw one of the greatest things I'd ever found on the internet. Uh, for someone like Buck Press who hates computers, <laughs> um, they, they probably... I just don't get them. That's the thing. So I don't get why people are into them these days. No, I don't can't. What's the big appeal? It's a big deal. But uh, so, some, some, uh, some nerdy guy took the song Good Day by Ice Cube, ah. and here it is right here. Definitely a hip-hop anthem from yes. the 1990s. Classic. And uh, he, he found out, because Ice Cube details a great day he had, mm-hmm. and this guy was so bright, he went down and found all the different references to figure out which day was Ice Cube's good day. Oh. Cool. Friday. Just Saturday. waking up in the morning, gotta thank uh-huh. God. Uh-huh. I don't know, but today seems kind of odd. No barking from yeah. the dog. No small. And mom's cooked a breakfast without hog. Now, I, I'm saying uh, um, I, I like it when I get a little hog in the morning. Like, you know. No bacon. Yeah, yeah. a little bit of bacon. Yeah. Where's, Sausage. Where's the bacon? Is, would be my question, Mom. Yeah. Where's the bacon, Ma? Yeah. It's a great that, question, Buck. May not, may not be a good day, but uh, if, if it starts off without hog. But uh, so Ice Cube had a, a lot of good stuff happen to him that day. He found a girl he was trying to dig out since the 10th uh, t- uh, grade. He met Shit, the Lakers beat the Supersonics. Lakers beat the Seattle Supersonics, yeah. uh, who were a rival uh, around this time in 1993 no, when no, the song we, came out. We hated them. Very formal he watched, opponents. He watched UMTV raps uh, with, with his buddy uh, Short Dog. And uh, so what this guy did was he figured out all the different tips. Like It's almost like a conspiracy. Like hmm. Ice Cube left for us all this different information to Clues. find out. This is his Da Vinci Code. Yes, it is. This is Ice Cube's Da Vinci Code, motherfucker. And he, he got a beat from Kim, and she can fuck all night. Yes. Uh, the Lakers beat the Supersonics, as we said. This should be a movie like that, like Tom Hanks deciphering Ice Cube. But yeah, this would make a good, yeah. maybe a YouTube clip? Uh, yeah, of, 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 if you take clips of the, those really boring movies he made with the very attractive Audrey Tautau. <laughs> and uh, he he goes back in. Are we there yet? Or is that what you're talking about? No, the Tom Hanks made the Da Vinci oh, Code. Yeah, yeah. Tom okay. Hanks was not in. Are we there yet? 
Which was a good movie. I'm sorry. So if uh, if Tom Hanks went through this, it would be great watching Tom Hanks go through the hood, right? And like go to Short Dog's house and uh, interview some people and try to figure out what's going on. But luckily, this guy uh, did it, and he figured out that Ice Cube's good day was yes. on January the twentieth, nineteen ninety two. That was a good day. Ah, yes. Now, do any of you guys remember what was going on in your lives in early January 1992? Any idea? Well, I was uh, celebrating the year anniversary of our invasion of Iraq in the first person. Oh, yeah, the first? Yeah, Yeah. okay. You were whooping it up, huh? Yeah, I was uh, looking forward to the release of Never... No, that came out eight months earlier, I think. What? Never mind. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. I was thinking somewhere around that time I was doing somewhere on the same thing. I was pretty excited about Leno taking over for Carson. Okay. <laughs> Are you serious? Somewhere around there. Because I was Letterman the whole way. Well, I was a big Leno fan. It's embarrassing to admit these yeah, days. The but fuck? I liked, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was a huge Letterman fan too. But like, I was, you know, I thought Johnny was old news, you know? Yeah. Arsenio was killing it on the way. We needed someone young. And Leno mm-hmm. was that man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched a lot of Arsenio during those days. Yeah. But, uh, you know, sad for you guys that you guys I, didn't no, I was... take a diary. Yeah, I don't remember the exact date. No. So what are you saying? Yes, of course. I didn't have a diary. Who does? So I just so happen to have my diary. Is I sure it's not some... 12-year-old female's diary. That is a, that is a little girl's diary. So that's what it looks like. There's a heart on the front. Yes. On this show before, we have opened my diary and read uh, pages from this to find out what was going on in the fertile young mind of a probably 14 to 17, 19-year-old Todd Perry. And we have it right here. And yes, Adam, you did comment about the fact that it looks a little effeminate. And my mother bought me this diary. <laughs> it was in my Christmas stocking in, uh, I believe, 1991. But Sweet. I was looking through this... And a listener, when I, I posted this uh, uh, Ice Cube article uh, on, on Facebook, and one of the guys who listens to the show is a, a friend of mine on Facebook. I believe his name's Colin. It was Colin Polly. Huh. And he was like, You should see what happened on January the 20th, 1992, from your diary. Good idea. So let's see cool. here. I'm rifling through my diary here, and get, I just happened to have an entry that day. Like you I, have an entry today of Ice Cube's seminal hip hop classic hit. Today good, was a good day. When it was a good day for Ice Cube on January twentieth, nineteen ninety two. I Todd Perry. If you look at this, I have a diary oh, entry oh, for that day. Because it really looks like it was a different date in that you changed it. <laughs> it's it's very highlighted. The twentieth. <laughs> look at the twentieth. Yeah, the twentieth no, is very dark. Uh, okay, you changed the day before too, so that makes sense. Yeah. The, the other ones were changed as well. <laughs> I love Adam because he calls him on the shit. Anyway, <laughs> no, no, they changed the date before that too. They changed all going back. Okay, anyway, I was okay. I'm, no. I'm guessing that Todd's day is probably exactly the opposite. He starts it with hog. <laughs> he eats bacon first. Doesn't chew craps with no one. What's the? That would be amazing if you talked about it. what was it? Like the Lakers beat the SuperSonics. Exactly. That'd be hilarious. If, well, I'm now. I can't wait to hear the entry. So let's go. Let's see what's up. So Shoot I had it out. And the, the funny thing is, January 22nd, uh, January 20th, 1982, we actually, during, I think, the first Todd's Diary episode, we just so happened to read this entry because I had a terrible day. Oh, no. And so, Jan- well, well, Ice Cube and I, we might be yin and yang, like polar opposites. That's what I'm saying. But, you started with Hulk. But we're both Raider fans, so we both live and die and cry on the same days. When okay. lose or tie, Raider Nation till I die. So... Here we go. January 20th, 1992. I went to the mall today to see see the 12 o'clock showing of Hook. 
Also, I saw my girl at 2.15. Jiminy Crickets. When the movie was over, I went to get my bike, my new bike, and it was gone. My mom was very upset that I went to the movie alone and that I took my new bike and that it was stolen. Dad wasn't very upset at me, but was upset that my bike was stolen. Hmm. We went to the police to report it. I hope I can get it back. Oh, that is a terrible day. So yeah. while Ice Cube was out gallivanting around South Central Los Angeles having a good day, a young, was it uh, probably just before my, my 15th birthday, Todd Perry had his bike stolen while going to see my girl in Hook. Are you suggesting Todd, Ice Cube stole your bike that day? Todd no. Perry's looking for the cops. Ice Cube's evading them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's, That's what what's happening. About. Yeah, I think Ice Cube day. has your bike, dude. That's it's what like Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Part two. <laughs> it's in the Alamo. So yeah. my, my bike was stolen from the Del Amo Mall in Torrance. Wow. And uh, mm. a, it's yet still, it's still an open case. So I'm sorry, <laughs> you went to the movie Cold case? with who? Myself. Wow. See, I went to a movie <laughs> by myself, but never two movies in the same day. That's a lot of alone time in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of escapism you're trying to get to at that lonely mm. self. Well, I think at that age, when actually, because the mall was about like a mile and a half from my house. Mm -hmm. So I rode a bike to the Del Amo Mall, which is like, was a, a great move of freedom for a young Todd Perry to be able to get out to the mall. Sure, sure. Yeah. And so I, I experienced this day. It was like, wow, I can actually get out. I have a couple bucks in my pocket. I can watch two movies. It was like a really special day of freedom. And uh, I, I did it all alone. And I was victimized by crime. Exactly. Wait, were you ninth grade, 92? That was probably, yeah, that was probably my ninth grade year, yeah. Oh. The people were probably scoping it for like at least three hours. And after the first two, they're like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> just take two it. hours and 45 minutes. This yeah, dude's never coming he's back. He's never coming out. He's too. gone. This guy's in three deep. He's going <laughs> to see three movies. Fuck it. But I remember being very sad because... Like when I came out, I, I made the mistake of not buying one of those like kryptonite locks, like mm. one of those really strong mm. ones. Like yeah. I just had one of those chain ones that it had that it janky one. Yeah. Oh, so you did lock it up. I was assuming you were just trusting your neighborhood. No, no, no. I, I, no, that was not messed up, bro. Let me tell you, Torrance was a brutal, brutal yeah. place of gang activity yeah. in 1992. Yeah. But it was one of those like fruity bike locks that had the, the a really thin chain and then had the plastic over uh, the chain. Oh, yeah, the plastic. It had like the tubing you put down somebody's nose into their stomach if you feed them if they like had surgery. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, my my uh, unfortunately, Ice Cube, good day. Todd Perry, bad day. So did I, you see the lights at the Goodyear plant? Because it was probably hovering in the same sky. Yeah, because I mean, you know? it comes out of Carson, oh, which exactly. isn't far from That's what I'm saying. I don't remember it. I think I would have wrote that in my diary if it said Ice Cube's a pimp over <laughs> over Torrance. I was like, wow, Ice Cube. Holy shit. I would have looked up at the sky, saw the blimp, and thought, no shit. I thought everybody knew that Ice Cube's a pimp. <laughs> so that was, you know, Ice Cube had a good day. Probably not so much. Uh. Lake Wood in the house. January 20th, 1992. Was it a good day for me? Was it a good day for you? Turn me up in my headphones, y'all. Let's do this. Just waking up in the morning, mama yells, Todd. I'm cooking breakfast, but today we're straight out of hog. I got nothing to eat but a brown banana. Put on my tidy whities and my crit bandana. Turn on Yo MTV raps to hear too short. All I saw was Dan Cortez playing extreme sports. I paged my friends, but nobody had no end. So it looks like I'm stuck watching my girl alone again. 
Got some tissue cause I cry when my collie dies Walked outside and I jumped on my hubby bike Got parked up by a dog, choked on some smog Barely made it safe to the mall's bike locks Stayed in the movie theater like all day Saw my girl and cried so I had to stay Threw down another five bucks to watch Hook Julie Roberts' Tinkerbell was a fine look Left the theater and my bike was stolen I had to walk home, there's no way I was rolling Even on the way back home it rained I gotta say, today was a bad day Yeah, that day really sucked Motherfucking bad day Shit Finally got home and my mom was screaming I couldn't hear it so I said, yo mom, I'm leaving Called up Buck, and I'm asking y'all, which part are y'all playing basketball? Get me on the court, and I ain't too nimble. Fucked around and got called for a double dribble. Buck was dunking everywhere like Daryl Dawkins, cause my skills are more like Stephen Hawkins. Even saw the lights of the Goodyear blimp, and it said Todd Pizzo win. I was feeling famished, so I went to the 7, 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven, but they had no food, not even nachos. I picked up the phone, and I'm calling Domino's. But my pizza came late, so late, so late. Gotta say it was a bad day. Man, that day was a bitch. Pizza was late. Got my bike jack. Buck dunking all over my sad ass. Got dissed by a large blimp. Man, that day sucked. Shit, I don't wish that day on my worst enemy. No way. Never again. Actually, I have a tattoo that says never forget. January 20th, 1992. Was it a good day for you? Did your mama yell at you? Shit. We were talking on an earlier show about people making craft beers and the fact that I wasn't really into people doing specialty beer, mm, but the, the fact that I do enjoy good wine. Mm, wine? And uh, there, for those of you out there who are living on a budget these days, they may not have a bunch of money to rub together, but you still want to get a buzz going on. Or maybe you're not old enough to buy alcohol. Or maybe you're listening to this show from the joint. The pokey, the hooskow prison. I want to make sure that you can get a good buzz going. So I found this article online about how people in prison they get their buzz on, and they make a a, a special kind of juice known as pruno, which is, which is made from fruit. Oh. Now, have you guys ever had homemade wine or, or anything like that? No, no, not recently. My friend works at a winery, but. Uh other than that, no. Did you ask for the Pruno varietal? Like, you know, they have the Pinot Noir, you have your Merlot. I mean, you can't go... Malbec. Mal- yeah, for assholes, drink Malbec. Yeah. One thing I won't ask for is the Todd Perry brew, because I see a uh, fucking make-your-own-brew-at-home kit right behind me. Went right there. Right there. I went there. That was a birthday gift somebody gave me. With uh, I, can, I can learn how to make my own homebrew. So, you're going to be making that for us? Maybe. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll have it on a show. That's what I'm saying, Todd. But this is a homebrew that you can make in prison. Like, this is so simple, you can get a buzz on. And uh, the, the drink is called Pruno. Now, to give you guys just a basic once-over on the art of making Pruno, 
I have gone to the pruno-making experts. Like, if you want to make wine, you're going to call, like, Mondavi. You're going to call the Gallo of Sonoma people. You're Mr. Gonna... Schwab, Charles. Yeah, two bucks. <laughs> no, that Charles Schwab is a financial yeah, advisor. That's a financial advisor. That's what I'm talking about. You don't Sean. think those guys know good wine? <laughs> well, I mean, they know good wine, but I don't know if they know how to make good no, wine. They know everything. They know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, is the, what was I thinking? They know it all. Charles Schwab. <laughs> it's it's Charles right. Shaw? Shaw. Yes, right, that's what close. he was trying to do. I have... <laughs> the guy it's makes the, right. the two buck chuck. Yes. So I figured if you're gonna go to the the experts on something, why not go to the pruno making experts, which are a group of people. Whoa, that's cool. Which are a group of people who live about, I'd say, about uh, ten minutes from my house, right up the ninety one freeway. There's a city called Compton, and there there's a, a nice group of gentlemen uh, known as the Compton Crips. So we've decided I have a little bit of audio discussing the art of making homemade prison wine by the Compton Crips. These gentlemen are artisans in their craft. They are Pruno artisans. So let's yes. hear it. This is you got niggas in the county jail and wait side rioting right now, man. So what do you, how do you do it? How do you start from the beginning? Tell me how you do it. You start with a kicker, man. Yeah, you get exactly. you some fruit, man. You peel that shit, man. You let it mold. You dig what I'm saying? You let it good, good and stanky, you see what I'm saying? You can put it in an old sweat sock or whatever, whatnot. Then you get your juice, man. The best thing to use is apple, I mean orange juice, you did. You get your orange juice, man. You pour your orange juice off in there, man. Then you set that nasty, rotten-ass fruit up in there that done molded and everything, man. Let it sit for a couple days, you see what I'm saying? Till it blow up. It's gonna blow up, man. It's gonna blow up so big that motherfucker will bust if you don't burp it, man. You Once burp you burp it, it by three or four times, you dig what I'm saying? It don't blow up no more, man. That shit is ready to go, man. It don't be shit like a motherfucker the next day. So why you drinking it? You gonna be fucked up. So you'll be shitting like a motherfucker the next day after you drink this Pruno. But I have a quick Pruno recipe for everybody. Huh. So does everybody get that from the Compton Crips? Basically, you, 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 t- you take your fruit and you, you stick it in like a fruit sock. You let it get uh, moldy. Moldy as fuck. Moldy as fuck till it gets stanky. <laughs> yeah. Now, I always imagine, like, I guess if you're in prison, right, you've got, you get, you get fed your four squares, right, and you get fed, like, fruit cocktail, and you get your, your oranges and stuff, so you have to figure out some kind of way to smuggle them back into your cell, right. and you and your celly have to have some kind of agreement that he's not going to eat your fruit that you have in your no, sock. It's moldy. Maybe you make a spread where you get some of the other prisoners together, and you, you bring your fruit together, and I guess you take a bag and you stick it in, like, the prison toilet. Mm. And that's the way it works. So uh, basically, the, the quick tips are: you uh, combine uh, the fruit in in a trash bag, and then you, you squeeze and knead and mash, and then you add sixteen ounces of water. So hopefully, if you're in prison right there, you have some type of measuring uh, device. Toilet water, and you 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 you, you basically s- yeah no. probably. yeah probably toilet water with the uh, the fine fruit, and then you put it in the bag, and then uh, you hide it. That, that, I mean, that's one of the most important things is hiding it from the marshal. Wow. And you let this sit, and you're gonna you're gonna let it sit for about two weeks. You're gonna burp it a couple times, so you let all the the air out, hmm. and then eventually you're gonna have a nice drink that you can you can maybe trade for sex. That shit will fuck you up, and the shit will really fuck you up. Yes, I'm thinking in L. A. They have this stuff called Homie Industries, where like it's like the all homeboy, the, yeah, homeboy. homeboy, yeah, homeboy, and it's all these ex gangbangers that, yeah. that make like salsa, and like it's it's <laughs> you think they make Pruno. That maybe they can put out a line of like, you know, Coppola has his wine. Sure. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm seeing make, it. Make some high-end Pruno for yeah. everybody. I'm seeing it, yeah. And it could go to help gangbangers. And then you can get a really, really tight buzz on 
shit like crazy the next day. Yeah. And uh, smell some noxious fruit and, and get a buzz off it. Mm-hmm. One win. <laughs> the most important point here is your buzz is all around you. And then those of us who happen to take advantage of, you know, their surroundings, I have a tangerine tree out here. Oh. Maybe make a little bit of tangerine prono off that. But awesome. I'd like to thank Buck Perez for showing up at the Far Out Podcast today. Oh, thank you. I'd like to thank Adam Albright Anna. You're welcome. Bye.